for tuning in to this episode of Dream Chasers and Changemakers. This podcast is a brave space for truth-telling and sharing stories. Our guests share their hardships and journeys to realizing their dreams and making change in their lives and the lives of others. My name is Betty Carricaburu. And I'm Ali Cardinale. Betty, this is kind of a milestone episode, and I'm really happy because this is the first time we have a guest that we've connected with online. So that makes me aware that our Dream Chasers and Changemakers little grassroots community is blooming. So I'm so overjoyed about that. So with us today, we have a change maker in every sense of the word. Our guest is a philanthropist who has been on mission trips all over the world, has served as well as founded multiple charity organizations, and most recently set out to make it a little easier for us all to be change makers. Let's meet Christiana Tarnuser, co-founder of The Cause Bar. Hi, Christiana. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. I'm also filled with a lot of joy because when we were getting ready for this episode, I was reading about the cause bar and it really stuck out to me that your mission is to make being socially conscious accessible for everyone. I know there's a lot of traffic, you know, traffic on the internet. There's a lot of things going on. We see a lot. And we don't really know where to start. We hear a lot about what's going on. We read about what's going on. We have, you know, causes that are near and dear to our heart, but we don't really know how to properly reach out. And sometimes we end up not doing anything at all. So I'm really looking forward mm -hmm. to hearing more about your story and how the cause bar was born. So let's begin by telling us a little bit about you and how you identify. Sure. Um, well, I would say, you know, the way I would probably identify myself as a mom. I'm an entrepreneur. I am a really busy uh, change maker. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I can completely relate to, to everything that you're saying in terms of how people feel in this space of wanting to give back and just not knowing how. And that was really frustrating for me as well. Um, you know, you, you, you touched on it a bit in terms of my life and how I have been on mission trips and I have started my own, um, organizations, but I think fortunately for me, I have been always deeply involved in the, in the philanthropic and social good space. So I was fortunate enough to just have a lot of connections made for me. And I've had a lot of opportunities come to me organically um, mm. it was really, really eye opening, and I think you know frustrating at the time when I was doing it. When I would, when I would proactively, you know, seek ways to give back and look for the information, you know, online or how, however I could, and I just often left feeling, you know, really frustrated because I wouldn't be able to find, you know, what I was looking for, and not just that, but I often felt very. To, to your point, exactly overwhelmed. And I left feeling confused. And I felt feeling like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe I'm not to that extreme, or I don't know it enough. So maybe, you know, that that's not the right opportunity for me. So I did <laughs> exactly what you said, which was nothing. And I would just kind of mm -hmm. wait and say, well, I'll try again in a little bit. And, and, you know, that has happened to me a lot in, in my life. And, um, 
when I you know, moved from New York to LA last year, I had the opportunity to put my full-time career on hold. And, um, and it really opened the door for me to do something that I think has been permeating in me forever, which was start the cause bar and mm-hmm. be able to do just that, which was put in front of people what I feel like they've probably been looking for for a long time, which is content that they can really engage with and feel that they can sink their teeth into because it is it is done in a lifestyle way where I talk about causes and I talk about you know global issues and I talk about change makers and people doing great things who've committed their lives to bettering our world. Um, but I do it in ways that we can relate with, you know, um, things that we think about. And we think about our kids and we think about what we're going to do tonight and we think about what we're going to wear. And those are the, those are the things that I really hit on. And through that content is where I bring in, um, the cause related topics that I'm covering. And that is something that I think is really engaging in ways that people can, you know, take that first step in, in becoming more empowered and more educated. So maybe, uh, Christiana, you can tell us a little bit about what the cause bar is. And mm-hmm. um, you said a little bit, but just the story kind of of how it came to be mm-hmm. and anything you want and as much detail mm-hmm. as you want to share about yeah. your organization and what you all do. Sure. Um, well, I'll start with where how it came to be. Um, as I mentioned, I you know, well, I came from New York and I was a full-time working mom. I've always been, um, a full-time, you know, career driven woman. And, uh, we moved here for my husband's work and it kind of (laughs) threw me a little bit upside down because, you know, I was born and raised on the East coast and I have two kids, a two-year-old and a five-year-old. And we, you know, I kind of just said, okay, you know, this is my husband's uh, dream job and I'm not going to be the one to stop him. So, um, you know, here, here we are, we moved over to the West coast and a beautiful coast, um, completely different lifestyle and completely different, you know, world. And, um, you know, my focus very much remained on getting my kids situated here, getting us, um, settled, um, and I felt extremely out of my element, you know, for a really long time, to be uh, completely honest. Uh, and what I did was really tap into a passion of mine, which which became the cause bar. And um, that was my way of being myself and finding my constant, you know, in this place of complete newness and um, and why I why I did that was, you know, while philanthropy was always something that was my personal passion and something that I always did on the side, um, what I recognized was that there were a lot of other people like me who, and you, you know, who would say like, oh, I would have gone to that event with you. Or, you know, I, I would have, you know, I love that cause that you're supporting. I've never even heard of them. Um, I'd love to have gotten involved. So, you know, it was very obvious to me that there was just so much of that going on, like the I just don't know how to get involved. And, um, you know, especially as a mom, you know, how do we have the time? I, I mean, if I shower, I'm, I'm like really proud of myself. <laughs> it's like a productive day. <laughs> um, but, uh, 
you know, on top of that, what was really eye opening is just to see how willing and open and eager people are to give back during, you know, especially the holiday season, right? I mean, that's when it's always in our faces, you know, can you donate money? And we're always getting the asks around, you know, giving Tuesday up until December 25th, you know, (laughs) it's give back season. And, um, and also during crisis and emergency relief situations, when you see people just really get involved at those times and, and to the extent that almost like, shelters are like pushing people away. Like we have all the donations we, we need, you know, and it's because right, people just right, people yeah. want to give so much. Um, and they have this real desire to, but it's only at those times that it's very obvious that there's a need and it's very obvious that there's an ask for, for people to jump in and help. Right. But, but what happens the other 11 months of the year, you know, um, and that's where I really saw the huge opportunity. And I see the opportunity that there's so much untapped good in people that, that want to give back. And it doesn't just have to be like, it doesn't just have to be from giving Tuesday in November until Christmas. You know, there, there's 11 other months of the year where we should keep it top of mind. And, um, and I think we're doing a much better job. I think the social good space is, is becoming more of the norm. I think it's, 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 um, it's a little, it's almost expected in brands that we are, you know, being ethical and and sustainable Mm and how we're producing. Um, but giving back is, um, you know, is something that I created through the mission of the cause bar of making it more of, of an everyday thought, you know, and in however you can do it. Um, and we know that it's, it's kind of retaining the information that people have learned, whether it was about a cause, whether it was about an organization, what it's about something that, you know, stuck with them, but also being motivated by it. And I think that was a lot of the challenge too, is just a lot of the information that's out there is just a bit newsy. You know, it's, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, like, so like, yeah, I, you know, and I hate it. I mean, it could be a bit boring, unfortunately. And that's, that's a miss, you know? So, um, so it was really my mission to br- create, beautiful content with beautiful imagery around, um, items that, you know, cause oriented items and brands that people will want to wear and be super proud to wear. And I know people are going to ask them about it because they're so gorgeous. And then when you talk about them, you can tell them the story that comes with it. Or if it's an event that isn't, you know, just like, you know, an old stodgy charity event. It's a really cool wine tasting and, you know, chef sampling event whereby, you know, proceeds are going back to a certain charity. Like that's stuff that you're going to want to do anyway, right? If you have a date night or a girl's Mm -hmm. night or something like that, like these are things that you're going to want to do. So it's kind of leading with the cool a little bit and, um, and just getting people to kind of think about it and, and, and want to be a part of it. Yeah. So that's how, um, that's the cause part. <laughs> you definitely found like a gap, like something that was missing and you were able to fill it in many ways. Um, you identified something that was just going on with people and jumped right in and it was something that was already passionate to you. So I'm sure it was that much easier and much more exciting for you. Uh, uh, well, e- 
Easy, easy, no. <laughs> Exciting, yes. Okay. It's funny that you, um, it's it's cool how the universe just like put this together because just a couple days ago, um, Allie and I, both of our birthdays are in March and she was telling me, so last year for my birthday, I did 28 goals that I had for my 28th year and she was kind of asking me about them and I said, well, I did a lot of them except two of my really big ones was volunteering time for two causes that are near and dear to my heart. I was like, those are kind of the only two that I didn't get to and she was kind of like, I she must have asked why or whatever. And I was like, I don't know. I just kind of, I didn't know where to start, where to go. And now we're here talking to you. So <laughs> that's kind of cool how <laughs> literally everything you just said, Ali and I had in a little conversation a few days ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. How much longer until you can fill those last two or did the year, did the 28th year pass? <laughs> uh, 22 days. <laughs> 22 days. I mean, I am starting a new um, journey and volunteering with a different cause. So Ali reminded me, she's like, it wasn't the direct cause that you wanted, but you're still kind of doing, I'm starting this new journey now. So she did, um, I still did get to volunteer my time, but just in a different way. Oh, that's amazing. And I think that's really important too, is like, it's, you know, I think when people think about how they can give back, it's like, oh God, I have to like, commit to something and I have to do it for like five hours every single week. And it really doesn't have to be like that, you know? Um, I mean, unless you want to, unless you want to, of course, you know, but, um, yeah, that's how it felt with, with what I did find here locally something. Yeah. But you know, I'm a mom too. So for me, it was like, uh, to really commit, you know, I had, I had the forms and everything of an organization I was going to volunteer some time to but they made it so like um it almost felt like a job they were mm. like if you commit to this day you have to commit to this day and I was like uh, but I can't mm. so yeah it did you feel kind of that way and I think that there's a lot of new ways for people to give back and um you know if I can offer a few um first and foremost I think there's just a lot of different personalities as it pertains to giving back like some people are just like I'm just, I'm not interested. I don't have the time to give back. Um, I just want to give money and guess what? Many organizations would be very happy to hear that and to accept your money, <laughs> you know? And, um, and I think it's a very simple thing to really just align yourself and align your values with a charity that's out there that you believe in and that you trust in that there are, you know, seals of transparency to be sure that you know where your dollars are going. Um, but to kind of put yourself just on a repeat, right? Like a $25 donation every single month. And a lot of the misconception is just that that is, doesn't do anything. And I, I, I really want people to know that that's not true. You know, like, that really does a lot. If that is all you can do and commit to, it does do something. And I think people need to really believe that and, and feel that. And, um, and, but, but that is just simply, you know, donating your money because that's what you have to give at that time. But, um, but, you know, I really look at it very much like I commit to working out for 30 minutes a day. And I, for five days a week. Okay. That's what I've been able to say in my lifestyle. That's what I can do. And whether it's walking, 
biking, surfing, hiking, whatever it is, if I can get out for 30 minutes every day for five days. But we don't think that way about giving back, right? And it doesn't mean you have to do that every single day for volunteering. But if you could do that once a month and donate one hour a month to the local shelter, dropping clothes off, collecting items, writing letters, whatever it might be, that just puts you into, that just develops habits for you where you just kind of say, okay, well, the 15th of the month, every month I'm doing this for an hour. And when you Mm -hmm. kind of look at it like that, that's not actually a lot of time, you know, and, but yet you're making a huge impact, especially if you're going back and visiting people that can really look forward to having you, you know, having your presence there in whatever capacity that it is. But, um, aside from that, I think there's also being cognizant of what items you're buying. And there are a lot of social, great social enterprises out there. There's a lot of philanthropic give back cause oriented brands that just through your purchases, um, are doing something good, right? There's, there's a big, you know, trend in the one-to-one model now, you know, that, that Tom's, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, can get a lot of credit for. Um, but also, you know, you said you have a kid and so do I, and there's great things, you know, people may not think that this is giving back, but PS, you know, raising the next generation of philanthropists is very much you playing your part in this world and raising them exactly, you know, the way that they should be, you know, raised, which is with a heart and with empathy. So, you know, there are great books out there that can, that you can read to them and that, that can get them into having a really, you know, empathetic heart and going on these things with them or, or making, you know, cards with them and dropping them off together and just teaching them at a young age how good it feels to to give back you know we did that on thanksgiving we i didn't make the pies i can't take credit for making pies Mm -hmm. but i bought pies um and we dropped them off at a local shelter and my son still talks about that and it took us i don't know 30 minutes to drive to the shelter and he just like saw the smiles on everybody's faces and Um, yeah, so it's just, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. And there's also like for professionals out there and real experienced, um, you know, people maybe, uh, you know, that there are companies or there are nonprofits that are looking for people to mentor or write some pieces for them, or I don't know, make calls, like be a part of a call service, like every week or once a month or whatever it might be. So there's, there's other ways to think about giving back again through, through shopping, through teaching your kids, through, um, trips, you know, think about, think about when you're going on a trip, if there's some way that you could do something for the local community, you know, um, it's just expanding beyond the, uh, the traditional volunteer time or donate your money. And that's what the cause bar does. You know, we really try to make it very lifestyle and and ways that people can think about it every day. I wanted to give Betty some 
uh, kudos because I think she does an awesome job of raising Layla to be socially conscious and empathetic. Uh-huh. And when you mentioned the, the cards, um, Betty and I were involved in like this Instagram challenge where there was like one act of kindness every day that you could do and post a picture of that and um, money was donated to an organization. And she had Layla do almost all of the days of the challenge with her. And they were little things like um, write cards for the children's hospital. And some of them were even like send good thoughts to somebody. (laughs) And so her daughter Layla is five and she, Uh. you know, developmentally, that's not a very empathetic age. It's very uh, hard for kids to take other people's perspective. But I think when you show them, and you teach that, you can teach that just like you teach anything else. So Absolutely. Yep. And I think Absolutely. Betty is fantastic at it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's so great. That is so great. Oh. See, you have your we have our next global citizen. <laughs> and Layla, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Definitely. Definitely, <laughs> along with your two in the West Coast. Yeah. Why don't you explain a little bit about how the cause bar works? So if somebody wants to get involved, um, how how do they interact with the cause bar? As it lives today, which because we I'm super young. Um, I I mean I personally am not young. I'm forty. Um, but I you know our the cause bar is young. We launched um, last year and. Honestly, when I launched, I was literally just an Instagram account at the cause bar. And, um, Ah. and it was me just basically showing people how I live my life. So it wasn't much more than that. It was just, here's the item that I'm wearing. And here's why it's so great. And you should know about it. Here's an event that I'm going to and the cause that I'm supporting. And here's a little bit about the cause. And, um, and since then it has evolved into, um, you know, as I started seeing people really gravitate towards it, I was like, gosh, I should really make it, um, beautiful how I know I can make it beautiful. And, um, so now we have a lot of content, you know, again, as it exists right now, still present day, it is, it is very content driven whereby every week we are pushing out, you know, at least two features a week on two topics, you know, whether, you know, whatever um, cause or global issue or change maker or brand roundup that we're doing. Um, and we're always peppering uh, things in between, you know, you'll see us every day on social media, through stories and posts on our site, through emails, um, just keeping everybody in the know about, you know, I'm based in LA now. So, um, I'm very kind of in tune on if uh, something's going on in LA that I think others can be a part of. We have an event calendar on the site as well, um, nationally, just about events that, you know, we're aware of and that are going on that people might want to, you know, take advantage of. I think there's like a polar plunge going on in, in, um, Big Bear in March. And there's, um, you know, quite a few dinners and galas for different causes. Um, and so, you know, we always have the event calendar. And, um, I'm excited about where it's going. I am hosting an event next week (laughs) with, uh, and I think my point is, is that we're going to start moving offline a little bit, 
um, in terms of bringing this community together in real life situations and experiences. Next week, I'm going to host an event with the Alliance of Moms, which is an organization here in Los Angeles. Um, I now sit on their council and uh, they are a group of really powerful, influential women doing amazing work in uh, breaking the intergenerational cycle of foster care in L.A. Wow. And they really do it through empowering the families with the necessary tools to do so. So, you know, I, I, I really love sustainable organizations, um, you know, almost like, you know, the, the model of like you, you teach a man, you, you give a man a fish and you, you feed him for a day. But if you teach him how to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. And those are just like the organizations that get that and do that right are, are, are the winners, you know, like yeah. they're, they're just, they're doing it so well. And so, Alliance of Moms is one of them. And next week we're doing an event. Um, I'm doing an event for them to uh, raise awareness for them, um, highlight one of their upcoming events again that they're hosting for the families, um, for the members to get to know each other and then to recruit new members. Um, but it's interesting because we're doing a little bit of a spin and the topic of the of the event is um, how to create space in your lives to do more good. So we're going to have, a you know, predominantly moms attending the event and, um, we'll have a, a business coach, we'll have a female therapist and we'll have a mindful interior designer. And if you think about it, you know, work home and our lives in general are just what cause us so much stress and make us always feel like we have so much going on. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, just so similar to what you were saying, like I got to everything except for the giving back thing. Right. And I think, <laughs> and that's in a year, you know, like we feel, we feel, I think so many people feel that we feel that like every day of our lives, like, Oh, if only I had like six more hours in the day, maybe I could get to that. Um, so now we have three expert speakers up on, up on the panel. I like to call it a thoughtful conversation, but, um, we'll have three experts, you know, kind of speaking about like, how, how can we manage our home a little bit more thoughtfully and a little, you know, how can we get a, how can we get a handle on it a little bit, you know, better. So it doesn't cause us so much stress and same thing with work. You know, how do we, how do we go about our commitment to our jobs and to our careers? Um, but be able to still find that time to do what it is that we really want to do. And then just life in general, and especially as moms, because we know how much we take on, it's so important to um, to respect and honor our our values, and clearly, everybody that's going to be sitting in that room next week, one of the values is giving back, right? I mm -hmm. mean, they're there to hear from the Alliance of Moms, so there is, you know, you've kind of already gone through that filter of like you want to give back, so we know that's a value of yours. So, how can we help clear up space and those other pillars of our lives to help? to help do that for you. And so that's what I think a lot of our offline experiences are going to be is really just knowing the audience and, and always having a philanthropic hook of like, how can we, how can we let people leave feeling empowered to do more in whatever way they can. And coming out of that event, people will have the opportunity to get involved with Alliance of Moms oh, on great. whatever level again that they'd like to oh, it sounds like such a cool event i'm not a mom or in la <laughs> but <laughs> uh 
If I was, I'd totally be there. Now we have a set of questions that we ask all our guests. So the first thing, um, what is something people assume of you that might or might not be true uh, when they first meet you, when they first see you? Oh, gosh, what do they assume? <laughs> um, I think, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think, you know, I, I come from the East Coast. So I, you know, I'm like a pretty like straight shooter, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I think they're, they probably aren't mistakenly assuming like, oh, she's not like, she's like, no, I won't curse. Uh, no, you can no, if you want. No bull. Oh, I'm like, she's no bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, you know, but I think that's, that is a, that is a true assumption. That is a good assumption. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, no, I, I don't think, um, I don't know that there's many assumptions made of, of me when they first meet me I, that I'm aware of. Maybe that I don't know that people are telling me. <laughs> Maybe they're just not telling me what they think. <laughs> That's what I told Allie the first time she asked me. I was like, well, I don't know. Go ask them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I'm going to go ask people. What did you think of me first time? <laughs> and Christiana, what excites you? Mm. I am excited about what's going to go on with the cause bar and what we're going to figure out and how it's going to happen because I've got a lot of ideas and, um, and I just play in this space. That's like, it sounds almost like, Oh, my head's are my head's in the clouds, but I don't mean it that way. I mean, like I sometimes my head's in the clouds, but, um, you know, I've got, I, I guess the, you know, I, I, I'm a visionary, you know, I think about where this can go and where, um, you know, where I'd love to be the biggest support in terms of making social good a lifestyle and not just support it, but just be the driver for that. And, um, and that's what I really see unfolding a lot this year. And I'm excited about the different possibilities of how that can happen. I love that word visionary. <sighs> I've been told that a lot lately. And, um, that's funny because I think I always had a vision for things, but I always played in the space of like getting things done. And just in my career, that's who I was. I was like mm -hmm. a get shit done person. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, and I was, I was at uh, an event a couple of weeks ago and, um, this woman raised her hand and they were like, what's challenging you right now? And she's like, I can't get out of the weeds. She's like, I keep just doing the day to day and I keep doing this and I can't think big. And then I raised my hand. And I'm like, I am just always there. I'm always thinking the big and I'm like, okay, I just have to like start chopping away and like doing, getting into the weeds to do it. And we were like, we have to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> A little yin and yang. Yeah. We're like, we'll balance each other. <laughs> it's kind of cool for um, dream chasers and change makers and the cause bar to intersect because I think. I mean, you're a little bit further along. We're only a few months old, but I think now that we have this connection, we're going to be able to watch each other's um, platforms grow. So, um, yeah, I'm like, I think in a what year you're from now, we might. Amazing. Oh, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah, in a year from now, we have another conversation about you know all the things, all the more than 28 things that we <laughs> accomplished. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
but I think it's just great to kind of put out there, you know, you know, with social media and everything, it's like, it's so cool because you can feel like I talk to this person every night, you know, and you don't, you just see them you know, on Instagram or, or Facebook, but you, you know, you're like, no, we're best friends. And, um, <laughs> but when it's the reality, you know, it's, it's like, you know, there, you, you need that. You need that today. You need to hear from people who are doing great things. And, yeah. um, and that's why I think it's really important what you all are doing, because there's going to be something that comes out of everybody's mouth that connects with, you know, with somebody that's in a place that needs to hear it. Exactly. And, um, and that's, you know, I, and I think just that power of conversation and, and hearing and, you know, even when I was saying earlier, you know, like being a change maker and, and giving back and giving back to the universe, like it, it sometimes doesn't have to be so black and white. Yep. It can just be having a conversation Yes. and, you know, being open to hearing, um, and to learning and to, um, and people can disagree and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's totally okay. Um, but it's, it's, it's having the conversation and, um, but getting back to my point, you know, highlighting people and talking to people that have, that come from different places and that started different things. Um, you know, something that they say is going to resonate with people out there that need to hear it. And, um, so I love that. And it's why I highlight a lot of change makers as well, because I'm positive. There's a lot of people out there who want to start their own nonprofit or want to incorporate a philanthropic angle to their business or want to take on the like corporate social responsibility role at work and just have no idea how Mm -hmm. to do it. And it's like, here, like, let's get you on like the first step to get there, you know, hear from a cool person and, and let's get you on your way, you know? Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, Christiana, that, you know, you touched on what excites you, but what breaks your heart? Mm. That's easy. Um, I, I, uh, you know, I, I always had a thing about like bullying and, um, you know, it just, I don't know, it just puts, it's, it's like, that's the thing that really just gets to me. And I think it's the, the non-inclusion aspect. I think it's, it's even like more than just bullying it's like this feeling of not feeling included and Mm. that breaks my heart Mm. you know when people can't include people you know for whatever reason and um you know uh it just it it stems from like i mean it, it it can be anything from kids in school to um you know to to it to adults, you know, you just see it all the time or to situations, just even, you know, people trying, trying to make a place for themselves. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's what breaks my heart. <laughs> um, so I, have you heard of Glennon Doyle, Christiana? Can you give me more? <laughs> um, Glennon, she's uh, she's a writer and activist, and there's just something that she says that really I think brings to this conversation conversation conversation. <laughs> um, uh-huh. She, 
you know, she does a lot of activist and social good work. And people always say to her, like, how can I get involved? Where do I even start? And the advice that she gives is find what breaks your heart. Uh-huh. Find people who are doing doing that type of work to remedy that situation uh-huh. and get involved. And there you have your your purpose and your people. Uh-huh. That's so good. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's, that's, that is, yes. I mean, that, that nails it. Right. It's, it's exactly, I get asked, I get asked this question a lot, um, from brands that will email me and, you know, founders of brands that will say, you know, what cause should I, you know, it's a little different. Uh, it's not like, how do I get involved? You know, but they're asking specifically about their brand and how they want to incorporate a cause into their brand. And, and I always say, you know, it sounds easy, but, but think about what really like pulls at your heartstrings, you know? And, um, and I would answer the same way to anybody that's like, you know, I feel like I spread myself too thin or I'm throwing out, you know, money to a lot of different charities. If you really want to make an impact, then just do exactly that, you know, find it's, it's aligning your values. And what does that mean? It's like, what really pulls at your heartstrings? You know, is it animals? Is it, um, is it, you know, is it bullying? Like I said, is it, were you affected by somebody who, passed away or su- suffering from a disease that you just wish didn't exist, you know, like how can we raise funds mm-hmm. for awareness and the cure for that disease? Like, it's just, it's finding, um, you know, really like what, what it's, it's pulling inside to see what it is that drives you. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, so conversely to what breaks your heart, what gives you hope? our kids, my kids (laughs) and hearing stories like Layla (laughs) and knowing that, you know, that's because I think, you know, and it's exactly that, like we have a, we have, we're in a place right now where it is, it is very much like a, a I won't say top of mind, but like it's, it's in people, you know, when they're instilling those values in their kids, like, then we won't worry. We won't have this happen. You know, it won't yeah. be allowed. It mm-hmm. won't. And um, so that makes me excited. A few of our guests have said the next generation. Yeah, the kids, yeah. the kids. We look to the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's this um Instagram writer and activist that I follow, Layla Saad, and she calls it being a good ancestor. Mm-hmm. And I think. I think you, Christiana, and your cause, and Betty, and even I think that I'm, you know, trying to live uh, a socially good life and a socially be involved in social justice. And I think framing it that way of I have a responsibility, we have a responsibility to be good ancestors. Uh It really, it really frames it up in a nice way for me. I love that. Where can people go to learn more about the cause bar and read more information about your organization? Uh, very easy. Um, the causebar.com and Instagram is at the cause bar. Thank you. <laughs> so.
Easy. We've kept it simple. <laughs> I like it. Is there anything else that maybe you haven't said that you'd like to throw out there? This is not cause related, but I will say, you know, if people have a tough time connecting or just kind of getting into that deeper space, you know, something that has really helped me just this past year as I was really trying to like clear my head and, 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 um, and, um, you know, form the cause bar in a time that felt extremely lonely and challenging and different for me every night before I went to bed, people, a lot of people might be doing this, but this was new for me this past year. I would always say three things that I was grateful for that day. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it changes you. It really does. Like, I was like, no, that's too hokey or like, that's too corny. I'm not going to do it. Or, you know, and it's just crazy. Like the things that you think of, you know, you're like, I'm yes. so grateful for that person who picked up the box that I dropped at the store today. You know, I mean, it's like, but you think yeah. about it, like, it's just like those little things. And that says so much because to my point earlier, it's like, people don't think one little thing makes a difference. P.S. Somebody might be thinking thanking you for that one little thing that night before they go to bed. So yes, yes, that's true. Good point. And there's, there is science behind that. So I'm uh, in my almost done getting my master's in social work. And something that I tell my clients is our brains are wired to go to the negative, right? So when we were in hunter gatherer times, it could be a beautiful day outside and a gorgeous day and you have lots of sunlight and, but your children are starving. There's a bear chasing you and, (laughs) um, you have no shelter. So Mm -hmm. our, our, to survive, our brains had to worry about all this chaos to keep us alive. And we didn't really have the opportunity to count in the positive. Um, And that's why we now our brains haven't caught up to the lifestyle that most of us have now where we're not in survival mode. So we have to be really intentional about training our brain to be like, hey, that was a really nice thing that just happened. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just wanted to give one more shout out to Betty because she does the gratitude every <laughs> night with Layla. Thank every you. night. <laughs> I'm telling you, Layla, Layla is future leader. And that, I'm stoked for that. <laughs> you are Aww. raising that girl right. You know, they don't have to be these grandiose things like I got a phone call and I was accepted into the blah, blah, blah. Like, yes, of course, we're so happy about that. We're so grateful for that. But I mean, you'll just laugh at like the tiny little things. And it's like, it's great because then you see like, wow, actually, then maybe I had like 30 Mm -hmm. of those happen today. Yeah, the other day Layla's was, um, it was Saturday, so it wasn't a school night. And she just begged and begged me to not let her shower. So I was like, okay, fine. You don't have to shower today. And then that night when I was like, Layla, what are you thankful for today? She's like, I'm thankful that I didn't shower. (laughs) So I was like, okay, but also be glad that if you wanted to, you could have, because we have clean it, but we have water. (laughs) Could have, exactly. Not everybody does. That's so good. That's what she was thankful for that day. (laughs) Yep, yep. Right? Imagine if we all just thought like our kids. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) So now um, moving on, it's time for the people need to know. So this segment 
in the podcast, we share a book, a movie, idea, an Instagram page, literally anything that we want to share with our listeners. What is your, the people need to know? You know, I'm going to call her out again. I'm on like her third podcast at this point, but Jen Sincero, who wrote, um, you are a badass. Oh, ah. she's got a really cool podcast. Yeah. Um, she's just funny because she's like, she a little bit reminds me of like what I was saying earlier. Like I have kind of that, um, delivery of just kind of being pretty frank, you know, and she's, she's just so like that. And I can really relate with that. And I really appreciate that in her. And, um, and, um, and it's funny just kind of the way she phrases things. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, she was in my head. She actually went into my head <laughs> and she played that out exactly like I did in my head. Um, but, um, but no, she's real. And, and, um, and, what's the podcast you know, called? You, you are a badass. Okay. Oh, I, it's also <laughs> the name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like it so much because she says these things throughout, you know, um, you know, she'll draw analogies and she'll, you know, um, you know, give advice and, you know, you're always wanting to like write, but here in LA, we're always in our car, so I can't ever write. Um, so, for Christmas, my husband got me her calendar, her little day calendar. So Aww. every morning I wake up to a quote from, from her, which is great. It was a great way to start the day, right? Being told you're a badass. <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. In a different way, you know, however, but it's like just a reminder, you know, it's like, it's like, um, it's, it's basically like, you know, you know, in so many words, just like stop with the self pity, you know, like you don't, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. And let's reframe and be real about how we can, um, you know, just get back to kicking ass. So um, I like, I like her. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> I always, I always see the book. And I I'm always curious to buy it. I need to take the plunge. And yeah, she's got a couple, you know, like you know versions and like i think one's like you're a badass at like making money or yeah something making like money that. i just saw uh -huh. that one uh -huh. um but i uh back and forth to my internship i'm in the car for three hours a day so i listen to a lot oh. of podcasts <laughs> um so i was are you sure you don't live in la <laughs> <laughs> i might as well yeah. Um, uh, so I'll definitely check that out. So Betty, what is your people need to know for this week? So the people need to know my sister sent me a few funny images on Instagram and I want to check out the page. I don't know if anybody's seen it. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, but it's this artist and it's called, it's Nathan W. Pyle Strange Planet. I think that's what it is. I don't know if you've seen it, but basically it's this um it's this artist that uses aliens to like explain funny things that humans do. So for example, um Oh, that sounds really funny. Yeah, so like one that like really had me cracking up was like one per like an alien giving another alien a candle for their birthday. Or no, the the really funny one that that I really liked was um it's like two people and one of them is tan and he's saying, I pull it up on my phone, but he's like, oh, you look damaged. And the other one's saying, I'm exposed to the nearest star. So it's like you're explaining things like that. And he's like talking about having a tan, but he's calling it star damage. So it's like 
it's it's hard to explain until like you see it but it's like or like another one that it was like a birthday and they're throwing confetti at the person whose birthday it is and he's saying like tiny trash and it's like He's happy about the tiny trash <laughs> flying around him. So it's like these like really funny comics that you're like, wait, that is kind of weird that we throw confetti in the air. And the other one's like, yeah, that's kind of weird that we burn things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we like light wax on fire because it smells good, but it can burn our house. So it's just like little funny things that humans do, but he's using aliens to explain it. So that's my people need to know. I'm going to forever call it. I'm going to forever call confetti tiny, tiny trash. trash. Yeah, you have to look it up. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> he, he doesn't have too much on it, so you can, like, look at his whole page, like, in five seconds, but all of them are just really, like, they're really relatable. <laughs> or he he calls, like, a waffle. Yeah, he calls a waffle a crisscross flop disc, so it's, like, those little That's things funny. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's yours, Allie? Um, so- all day I've been thinking like, what's my people need to know going to be? Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one is something I've been using for a while. It's called Insight Timer. It is an app um, for uh, meditation, uh, mindfulness. And I really like it because there's a lot, a lot, a lot of free content. So other meditation apps uh, are usually paid after you get a little bit for free but I love insight timer because you can type in anything like meditation for gratitude and you'll get tons and tons of different ones of different lengths that you can choose from and there's also a feature on that um that if you're not looking for a guided meditation that there's like bells and sounds that you can set to meditate for a certain amount of time. So that is insight timer. And just so the listeners know, I always link um, all the people need to know things that we talk about in the show notes. So just uh, if you scroll up, you'll be able to see um, the things Christiana, Betty and I have recommended. Awesome. So that concludes this episode, I think. So thank you, Christiana, for talking to us and spreading your message. We love your mission, and we also believe that we all have the potential to be change makers. And I think you touched on that a lot. So everybody head to Christiana's page and check her out because you'll be moved the way I think we were. Yes, thank you so much, Christiana. I'm I'm so glad we were able to connect. So if you like this episode and you want to support our community of dream chasers and change makers, the best thing you can do is hit that subscribe button on your podcast app. And if and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. Remember, if you leave a review telling us about a dream you're chasing, we will read it on a future episode. That's the best way for us to continue growing and sharing these stories. We would love for you to join the conversation online, too. We are DC and CM on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. So don't be shy. We love to connect. So meet us on social media or email us at anb at dreamchasersandchangemakers.com. Thank you for listening. And in the words of Barack Obama, change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Bye. Bye. Bye.